The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Mickey, JJ, Kurt, and Chris continue to experiment with their characters' abilities in order to work together. They were left with several clues and loose ends to tie up. Let's listen in and see how they handle wrapping up the encounter. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to The Shed for Adventures from the Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. We're going to jump right back into this um, after we go around the table and say hi with a little character information, and we will start with... Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I play Mora the same. JJ here. I am playing Cletus Fitzhammer, the school resource officer warden of smashy things. Hey, this is Kurt. I am playing Jamie Anderson, the wealthy woodsman who's a, kind of a druid. And i got to say, I'm particularly excited for this hour of recording because something that has just happened that never happened in three years of recording. <laughs> Off air, <laughs> we hit Mickey's limit. <laughs> nice. Who's next? <laughs> this is Chris. I'm uh, playing Victor Bartok, the Knight of the Cross and White Court. Virgin. And Chris is Mickey's limit. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> the safe word is That's no, sad. Chris. That's sad. Yeah. Wow, we My safe word is don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Joe. I am the game master. As we continue our Dresden Files Accelerated role-playing game, we have started off a new campaign where several episodes into our first adventure where our characters have become entangled in a mess with a voodoo practitioner and a, um, grocery, a closed grocery store, which is trying to reopen as a gym. And they're trying to figure out what the heck happened there. We're going to go around in kind of a collaborative recap from our last session. I will mention that one of the things that happened in the last session was um, Jamie's character, or Ted said this last time too, Kurt's character, Jamie, had um, discovered a symbolic link between the zombies and a bone carving on the uh, voodoo practitioner's uh, necklace and was able to exploit that a little and slow down the zombies. Who else remembers something that happened last time? We had the plan, uh, Cletus's plan, to knock over all the shelves onto the zombies using some ritual magic, and we just had to give them some extra time to set that up. What part, uh, what part did they have to do is that, in that, Cletus? Jada. They had to um, set up the uh, thaumaturgic um, objects so that I could cast little magic and have big magic happen. Amplificationing. 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 Cool. Also, about that time, I ate a lot of Doritos. That's a good point. Yeah, Doritos happened. Sorry. <laughs> that was the muting in the last episode. Uh, Mickey, what did uh, Mora do in the last episode? Mora went bowling for zombies for a bit like in that. order to maintain them corralled within those shelves. Perfect she also kind of dropped the people's elbow at the end there <laughs> <laughs> on that Shaw woman. Yeah. Knocked out her tooth. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Chicklets everywhere. <laughs> and as we were getting towards the end of the last episode, there was some question and answer with the, uh, the bad guy in this case, which we learned was Champagne Horace, who is a voodoo practitioner. Born and raised in the upstate of South Carolina. And right towards the end of it, we learned that Bruce would not stand for her being disrupted. She pointed out to the group that Cletus would know who Bruce was. And that's kind of where we left off last time. Let's pick up from there. And in, in that Champagne Horace has now been handcuffed. And she was already tied. So I don't know the current, you know... Um, Bondage situation with the voodoo practitioner. Uh, however, the zombies are still kind of meh. They're zombies still. They're not just like um, re-dead. They're not re-dead. They're still undead. Yes. <clears throat> so where do we go from here? We need to do something to secure the location, and we need to remove her from here. Um, I don't know who Bruce is, but I have resources to figure that out uh do we have a safe place we can take this person and do we need to do anything about the zombies first or that's something i'm going to have to cast a much bigger ritual to 
Can we just gank them? Can we ward them in? So but eventually people are going to want to come in here and turn yes. this to a gym. So. Uh, well, a part of the reason you guys were here from the, the normal's view was that the contractors could never quite start getting their job um, start. completed. Start getting it completed. Um, Gold's Gym still wants to move in here. And... Um, you got to let the normals get back to work in some way. So, you know, zombies and wrecked buildings. You guys like call in cleanup crews? How does that work, Letus? Um, I could put a request out to the White Council for assistance in this. This is something that they would, so, so, something we don't have to handle ourselves. Can so, we just cut their heads off? Would that? The White yeah, Council? But the, sure. physical no, the, the bodies, will, the physical, physical remains will still be here. They're, yeah. not, they're, they're not made of ectoplasm. No, but are they moving or are they neutralized? They're they are still, move yeah. still moving. So I ha- if we cut off their heads, would they stop moving? Not necessarily. Oh. Can we set them on fire? Not without burning the building down. That was one of the options I mentioned earlier. I just want to point that out. Burn the building down. <laughs> or can we However, dismember them? However, I can set up a ward outside to keep them in until and keep everyone else out until the White Council <laughs> can respond. That makes sense. So do we need to de- detain Champagne somewhere? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I know plenty of places we could take her. <laughs> Mr. Moneybags, I'm sure you got of some course, rooms over yeah. there that we could use, right? Do you have a safe house? He's built his own German I mean, dungeon. I, I know. I, I've got a pump house up near Rainbow Falls. you got a I've pump got, house? <laughs> I've got a cabin. No, you have a pump house? I, I know of one that there won't be anyone at. Let's take her there. Running mm-hmm. water neutralizes magic. Really? Yes. yes. That's a Dresden verse thing, yes. Oh. Well, Running yeah, water there's one up magic. three quarters of a mile from Rainbow Falls. We can use, no one will bother us. Perfect. Right. So we'll ward the yeah. building. Cletus will ward the building yes. to keep the uh, zombies in. And then I'll, I'll meet you, send me the address. Uh, tell me the address and I'll meet you there while I discuss with the White Council. All right, it's going to be a bit of a hike. I'm going to park up near Jones Gap and hike in, but it's not too hard. Okay. I'm disappointed I don't get to hack zombies apart, but I'll deal with it. I mean, if you want to go... It's not like you can't just toe jab toe one toe in the or. eye before you go. Yeah. You can get walk by and kick it on box. the side of the head. <laughs> bucket list finished. <laughs> bucket list, yes. Behead one. Zombie neutralization bucket list check mark. And I'm going to collect the teeth, because I have a feeling that the teeth of a shop person <laughs> might be useful. Voodoo practitioner. In some sort of ritual or spell that I haven't come across yet, but you never know. So what? Okay. Make now sure now here's the question: down. Do do I see you pick up that, or, yeah. you, or you do it surreptitiously? Well, you're busy putting up your wards, right? I'm not outside yet. There's no reason, unless Mora would specifically hide the fact. There's no reason that no, it wouldn't. Sure, just kind of okay. walk over and pick up a couple, yeah. put them in a pouch. There's uh, blood on the ground and a tooth. One tooth. One tooth. That's yeah. the one I pick. So, Cletus, how we turn these dolls off? I don't really want to leave these laying around. Oh, I, I, now, Chris in the shed here was just making a motion like he had the dolls in his hand. Yeah. And did, would would no, Victor have picked them up? <laughs> yes. So, when Victor picks them up and turns them, both Victor and Mora get a queasy feeling as you're, like, mm-hmm. twisting them. <laughs> as if you're in a carnival This could ride. get interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Victor! So the, Wait. It, it is apparent to both Victor and Mora that there is still a link. There is still a link between the doll and your, yourself that has not yet been broken. Um, Hand me that doll, please. I'm sure there's Thank a garden you. hose or something outside. We can just throw it under the faucet. What if that makes us drown? It shouldn't. He said, "Shouldn't." How about we try it with your doll first? <laughs> oh, yours! Why don't we so sure of himself? Why don't, sure we, why don't we just burn them? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do yeah, that. Sure. <laughs> Great idea. Um, I, I do want to throw well, it out there. The that you need, in the future, you need to be more careful with uh, fingernail clippings and whatnot because she has something of yours in that doll in order to link it back to you. There's something about magic that in order to inflict personal harm, you mm. probably need a personal bit of that personal thing. So now how? Okay. She's still awake? <laughs> well, right. So that implies I that thought she these knew were just who you were. Yeah, exactly. That, that now, means she knew who so you my, were. So my inference earlier, uh, and this holds, is that she was watching you guys outside. Mm. So as you're walking around, she's able to figure enough out about you to make a link. Mm. All right. So nothing well, mysterious just, at, at this point. Nothing mysterious. She didn't go to your house and get a hair out of your gotcha. hairbrush. All right. 
this took was the straw all, out of my cherry lime. This was all on scene stuff. All right, I'll, I'll put the uh, Mora doll uh, on, you know, under actually, some water. That would make sense. Maybe the straw fell out of your cherry limeade and it was surreptitiously grabbed. Yeah. Something like that makes sense. Or the can of seed. peas I ate. Yeah, the, the, green, the, the green beans. The green bean. You slurped the green That's beans, right. yeah. You're just a hungry dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm always hungry. You're always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll put some uh, Run Mora's doll under the water. Okay. How are you feeling? <laughs> kind of wet. What's going yeah. on? Um, it just made her wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's it, folks. Yeah, I'm out of here. Be sure to check the waitresses. Join us next time. Nice. Just to be clear, um, this was not Mickey's limit. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first ten-minute episode. Okay. Um, Any effect? It, yeah, it, bre- it breaks the link. All right. Okay. Yeah. The important part was it adds to let a little you chunk know. of trust. Yeah, uh, however you guys want to play yeah, that. Well. Um, but the important part was to let you know that there was still something there. Right. And no. I wouldn't have told you unless you did oh, what yeah. you did. Yeah. It made the physical motion right. like you picked him up and shook him around. In which case, you get you know queasy and lightheaded because Ooh. you just shook yourself around. All right. Um, so what's next? Pump house. Um, so they're going to go to the pump house, and yep. I am going to contact the White Council for both a cleanup crew to deanimate these zombies okay. and to remove the bodies, as well as see if they can't, um, what do you call it, like clean up the crime scene, okay. the action scene. Now, or just to be clear, where we're going is super simple, super simple cabin, like there for fresh water, used as a still back in the day. And it's a bit of a hike, so okay. about half an hour north of town. Okay. It's just one of the places I would have known from camping and hiking. There's I'm nothing there, so if we need anything in particular, we need to bring it with us. Okay, JJ, are you on Google Hangouts on your phone? Uh, it can be. Go yeah. ahead, please. And then go, you guys go ahead back to talking. I've got a question for Cletus. So the fact that you're contacting the White Council, they're now going to come into town and see all these zombies. They're going to want to know who animated them. So are we going to have to turn over the shop person? Yes. Know, but we don't know that she's been, she animated them yet. The White Council would want to investigate. So we have a limited amount of time with oh. this chick. Yeah, that's fine. Can't yeah. have her she, She's not long for this mortal coil. All right, so do you want the White Council to know about this cabin? There's nothing to it. I mean, it's literally... Yeah, yeah I don't mind if they know. Okay. It's just a place to get her away from town where we can... Interrogate and or torture her as needed. <laughs> Are you good to be here on your own? More so yeah. than you already have. Did you get what I sent? Did no, I'm still downloading Hangouts. Oh, I thought you had it. All right. Um, so in the meantime, you guys are, I mean, let, let's say you've got an hour of time uh, that the three of you are hanging out with Champagne in the Jeep, is it? Somebody had a Jeep. No. She has a Jeep, yeah. Yeah, yeah we got She's Champagne in the yeah. Jeep. So, uh, you guys are bringing her there. What else? What other conversations might you have? Interpersonal within the characters? Anything else you might ask her? She's not going to volunteer anything, of course. But she's still awake. Then. Yeah, I don't know if oh, we yeah. want to really talk about certain things. When... So we're not with JJ, or we are with. Well, JJ? he is setting up his stuff and wanted to contact the White Council. We're taking this as an interlude of a little bit of yeah. split the party, but nothing bad's happening, so it's not bad. Split the party. So you, the three of you are together, and you have an opportunity to learn what more. What was that? Um, That's his reply. That was his Google Hangouts. Interesting. It just why pooped. is that on came there? through our headphones. It, you logged in someplace else? I don't know why it would be. <laughs> well, while Joe figures out his bizarre tech. <laughs> That's actually kind of uh, neat, though, isn't it? Yeah. Send me another one, JJ. So we can all hear them. Yeah. I'm going to ask uh, Mora. You send one of the emoticons. Don't they make noise, too? What the hell is that on my... I don't know. It's not in my... It's, I'm going to... Okay, anyway. Keep going. <laughs> I'm going to ask Mora what the deal is with Cletus. I was going to say, how do you know this guy? What's up? And what's, what's his... Like, so I, don't remember, I don't really know too much about Wardens at this point. I met him through the his job as a resource officer. I was in town looking up some you know wannabe witches turned out to be more wiccas than than anything and he was at the local high school these were like local kids and he was at the local high school and while i was doing my stakeout and investigating i came across him and we just got to chatting originally i thought he would help like i was pumping him for information what's Mm -hmm. his deal with all the magic he's a wizard 
So you met him in the mortal world, kind of. Yeah. And then you found out and about his supernatural And then I found out about supernatural, exactly. Because he was... By accident, or he purposely showed that? Well, he, he was looking... As a warden, his job is to find warlocks, right? So he was looking for the same group of kids to make sure that they weren't doing anything illegal, that they weren't breaking any of the, the laws of magic. And we just determined that they were... They had talent, just not enough to be anything material. So it was just a little bit of education. So, like, how powerful is he on a wizard scale of 1 to 10? I mean, I haven't seen him tear apart anything, like, bring down entire buildings, but I've seen him hold his own on a few fights, so he's got some pretty offensive, a couple of offensive spells that can really lay somebody out. Tell me about his, uh... That so he can be offensive. Oh, on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that his thing? All right, so that's, um, that? that's what happens then as far as the White Council? Well, I can t- I can, we can have that conversation between Cletus and the White Council, and everyone can hear it if yep. you're okay with that. Okay. Yep. Uh, anything else you guys talking about in the Jeep on the way to the pump house? We should talk about what, what our plan is with uh, Champagne. Okay. I'd want to know more of your background as well. Because we just met you. And hey, this is crazy. What's that? But here's my number. Here's my number. (laughs) Call me baby. Call me maybe. Although my name is no. You know, I'm just... uh, No, my sign is no. No. My number is no. Dashingly debonair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't really like people very much. (laughs) Although all of you probably have some stain of combat on you. Whether it be a little bit of blood, a a bruised knuckle from punching a voodoo priestess in the face, or, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, green bean juice. No. <laughs> yeah, I would be relatively cream. open. <laughs> yeah, okay. I grew up in Greenville. There's yeah. things about my family I don't really love, and uh, I get bored in town. And like being out in the woods, and hunting and fishing, you know, just that kind of stuff. Not not particularly open, but not closed about it. You could see that Mora's a little kind of standoffish once towards you because of the history from your your background. Would you? Ask her about it, like why she seems kind of miffed at you. Yeah, I wouldn't like uh, wouldn't like any ladies in combat boots being miffed at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we would just chat. we'd talk about mm-hmm. it, talk it out, hug it out, hug it out, bitch. Um, all right. So with that, uh, another question I want to have asked uh, or have asked, I'm going to ask now. Would you have gagged Champagne Horace? Fuck yes, yes. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, Shut would you have gagged her? <laughs> because it up. sounds like it's going to be unanimous. I wouldn't have if I thought we were going to be talking with her, getting information from her. But if we're going to wait till we we'll get to the clubhouse, I yeah. would have. Yeah. The wizard yeah. said, along the ride in the jeep, would you have silenced her mouth? Definitely. Yes. And hooded her. Because that's what I'm. That, yes. That's what I'm. Figure we'll put I her down sure. low. And okay. With a hood, right? We'll okay. Sit over. Gag and a because hood. Sit over in the back. Because there are two aspects to it. The reason I ask it is one: could she have done something bad? But two: All could right. she have added to the conversation? So no is the answer to both. Correct. So you covered that. Um, and and I, will, gonna, I will just mention that when we were chatting, I didn't talk at all about the Earl King. So okay. I don't know. I have no idea whether that's anything that she would care about, but that will probably or could come up later in conversation. But it has not yet. Okay. Um, so we'll switch the scene to uh, Cletus contacting the White Council. How does he con- contact them? Uh, he contacts them by phone, by rotary phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's typically a – he has a – Code phrase that he gives out, mm-hmm. and they respond in kind with their code phrase. Okay. So it's something like chocolate-covered barbecue sauce wiener dogs. Okay. Um, and they respond back, uh, monkey penis hockey stick. Pop monkey penis hockey stick. Sounds yeah. good. All right. Um, Custard-covered cheese so curds. <laughs> Custard-covered cheese curds. I need to request some assistance yeah. as far as cleaning up a... A scene, I encountered a warlock at the place that uh, you gave me intelligence on, and I have apprehended her, and we are looking into um, a name that she let slip by the name Bruce. Um, you recognize the voice of somebody, uh, another warden, and as, as, um, the, the only name you know him by is Johnny, and uh, he says, uh, Cletus, what are you talking about? I received a missive from you guys uh, stating that 
um, some black magic was detected, and uh, I was to go to a specific location once I gathered some allies. And he says, hold on, and you hear him cover the receiver, and you hear some muffled, and he comes back to the um, receiver, and he says, um, nope. What are you talking about? All right, regardless, I need assistance at such and such place, the old food lion in Greer. Yeah. Um, there you, you, you will find some animated zombies. Uh, I have a practitioner of black magic. And she broke the fifth law. I need to convene a council in order to um, try and execute her. Try and execute. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I guess we'll go. We'll have someone go check out the building. Is it secured? It is secured. I warded it so that the zombies shouldn't want to leave. But I am not convinced that it will last much longer than the day. Okay. And who sent you this original message? Uh, it came through White Castle Secure Channels. It didn't come right. with a name, though. Um, well, I guess we'll have to get back to you, and the line goes dead. Okay. Does that mean they're coming? So well, at this point, we can say you catch up to the others. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> and part of me sending the message to JJ was if it was all right for that conversation to be out in the open that they didn't know what he was talking about. And so we're clear there. Uh, and and that, for that matter, you guys can then ha- have been privy to that, and then we can see how Cletus wants to handle this as he arrives at the pump house, which you gave him the relative address to, right? Yep. Um, and Cletus arrives on scene as perhaps you are dragging champagne towards the building. She's not going to go willingly, I guess, is the point. Which I bound. She kind of has to uh, go wherever. Well, 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 yeah, but I mean, yeah. she can still struggle. Yeah. Uh, a limp noodle. Yeah. yeah, every now and then she's going to try and squirm her way out of something or off of someone's shoulders. And so there's a creek or something running by this pump house? Exactly. exactly. I was like, can we get a chair? We need to tie her to a chair we'll in the creek. It. Yeah. Okay. You're going to wash your voodoo priestess in the creek. Yep. Yeah. Sanitize her. Okay. So uh, the white console has a, a mole or you guys got hacked. What's up? All right, so I, I, will, I will convey this to them. Um, my current assumption is that this was above the pay grade of whoever it was I spoke to. Um, that, that's my current assumption because I don't see anything duplicitous from the council. Uh, as far as Bruce, I did not receive any information. I'm not sure if that was something that they didn't care about or whatever, but... Um, I can't expect once we get the support from the council as far as cleaning up the store that they will give me a package containing information about Bruce. Would this conversation be going on anywhere near Champagne Horus? I don't want any of no, this it would be in No, it would be in the pump house since she's okay. outside in the water. Because okay. I'm comfortable with taking my eyes off of her once she has a body part submerged in running water. Okay. Still like to keep an eye on her through a window, though. Okay. Well, somebody and, else yeah. comes by. Or we might be able to get information from her about who Bruce is mm. with proper interrogation techniques. Okay. So because you said that, Chris... Um, when you're watching her out the window, and he says he doesn't have any, or he couldn't get any information about Bruce, you catch her eye and she shakes her head at you. Like she can hear? And she doesn't believe him? That's up to him on, on how to interpret it. But I think I pretty blatantly infer that, yes. <laughs> I think to myself, I think, uh, I, I don't say it, I, can uh, you hear me? I think that in my head... You heard. And not, uh, okay. There doesn't seem to be any reply to that. All right. Uh, we're just going to have to interrogate her. I think she can hear everything we're saying right now. Do you have any um, ritual or spell you can cast on her to force her to tell her the tr- tell us the truth? I can't force her to tell her the truth because that would be breaking the fourth law where I enthrall somebody. But I can to, um, cast a ritual that will allow us to hear words that are uh, untrue in a different way. So in other words, if a, if a word doesn't have the ring of truth, we'll hear it. Do you want to do that? Is that going to be really complicated? 
It should give me... you got to give me about 15 minutes. Also, is the White Council on their way to this location? What's that? Is the White Council on their way to this location? Or do they the White Council will not be showing up here at the pump house, no. Okay. They, they should show up at the packet, uh, at the uh, supermarket, and the package should be left somewhere in my care, either at my home or at work or at my Dropbox. Is the White Council something that sits like in a particular city or location, or are there members all over the country? There are members all over the world. And they have meeting places wherever they feel like meeting. Yep. The main one is in Edinburgh. Do we have any idea how many people are in Great the White Britain. Council? Edinburgh, uh, North Carolina. Part of the council. <laughs> I mean, just roughly, is it so, seven people or 9,000 people? So the, 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 seven, senior count, the senior council is That's seven. That's the senior council. Uh, the White Council, however, numbers probably in the low hundreds. Yeah. Um, and that's mostly because of the war with the vampires. It's like a moose lodge where there are seven head mooses. Is, is. <laughs> seven mooses. Mises. Mises. Yeah. Right. Everyone else is still a moose, but right. there are seven head meesen. They got a bigger rack. Well, I think yes. we should try to efficiently One interrogate. He's the Merlin moose. Merlin moose. Huh? Champagne and see if we can find Merlin. out more about Bruce from her. Or what's going on? Like, Yeah, but correct interrogation techniques like that is going to take a long time. I don't think we have that time. Because well, pain is not going to give us anything. Water that's not going to give us what we want. To be fair, you got something out of pain the first time. Yeah, but that's only going to last. Yeah. Then she's going to start saying anything she wants. It becomes ineffective after a while. Mm-hmm. But you've got your ritual. So. I mean, yeah, if you get that going, then yeah. we can do whatever we want, I guess. Is she attractive? So I'm going to start like building that out. Okay. I don't know. Is she attractive? So make sure we do that <laughs> like we did the last one. We can offer sexual um, favors in lieu of hard to Name the effect, describe the effect, prepare the spell, and then we'll come up with a cost. <clears throat> uh, so the name of the effect is Ring of Truth. Um, and to describe it is that if any words within the area are spoken untrue, then there will be something about how they sound that will be different than the norm. And you want that to last throughout the question and answer session? Throughout the question and answer session. So, so that it, sounds like it would be a sticky condition, so that would add a plus three. Okay. Um, and the sticky condition requires two costs. So time, components, assistance, special circumstance, attention, or altered effect or drawback. Well, I, have, I, I, I would like one of the costs to be time, um, mm-hmm. since I do have... It's not pressing that we get this done immediately. So then when you take time, it would be, um, you said it would take about 15 minutes. So when you use time as a condition or a complication, it takes longer than expected. So it's going to take more than 15 minutes. Okay. And then, and I'm on page 173, but um, components... Uh, which means a rare or common component with limited availability must be requ- uh, or is acquired must be acquired uh, before proceeding, or you need the assistance of an NPC or faction outside of your usual ne- network of associates, or um, special circumstance must be completed at a specific place or time, and you're already in a specific place, so time would be the thing. Um, attention. Performing the ritual attracts unwanted and unfortunate notice or an altered effect or drawback. Revise the effect to include a critical complication, weakness, or drawback to change the workings to your detriment. I would almost say, like, um, it would require, like, uh, like, like you have to have the um, the old cones that you use to um, hear, like oh, the old like hearing the aids, ancient hearing aid. Uh, yeah, the so ancient hearing aids. The reverse bullhorn. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like that. That I guess that would be a, a rare component because so that would be something. How would you find one of those? That's a good question. Pickets. We are in an old cabin. And pick. We are in an old cabin. It, you got any food in this place, by the way? No, I mean it's, it's not even a cabin. It's almost like yeah. a. You said it was an old still. Yeah, I mean it's. it's so there is a distillery old anywhere pump, nearby? Pump house. An old pump house is what he said, right? Yeah. I mean, it's really, I envisioned it as basically a room with a stool and a... But it would probably had a distillery if this was an old still. Mm. Yeah, I mean... It, so you're trying ago. to say there's copper pipes somewhere? So there, there might be a moonshine distillery yeah. somewhere nearby. A pot, maybe? And you would know where it is. Sure. We could make something out of it. Yeah, it would be old and rusted, but it would be there, I guess. 
So I would look there, see if there's anything. So what would we do while all this is going on? I'm going to work on her. Yeah, how so? <laughs> She's going to massage her shoulders. I'm going to give her a... I'm going to have a conversation with her. A little shiatsu? A little shiatsu massage. Apply a couple pressure Wash points. her hair, give her a haircut. <laughs> Smack her out of it. <laughs> Try to figure out if I can get some... You holding out and out? Sounds like going to Great Clips. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me what you're doing. So, you know, I pull up a chair in front of her and yeah. be like, you know, we're a long way from mm-hmm. civilization. So I see this ending two ways. Either you cooperate right away and tell us what we need to know, or I bet you around a bit and then you cooperate. So <laughs> we can do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> Please say the hard way. <laughs> and and I, if I remember right, what she says is, I remove the gag. You remove her gag? I'll remove the gag. Okay. We're having a conversation. Well, maybe. <laughs> I would like to have a conversation. Um, roll, for, roll for conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a roll for conversationalist initiativening. Um, when you remove the gag, uh, she starts spitting a curse at you. Well, we're in running water, so her magic won't. Yeah, it doesn't mean she can't spit a curse at you. You what could you, curse what are you at gonna, me. Are you just going to let her go? What cut? She's yeah. like cussing at me. It's a language you don't quite understand. So she's like trying to. S- it's, it's like cursing at you in Spanish or something. You wouldn't get it. Oh, I'm I'm flattered. I've I've been cursed at in so many languages. I start yeah. to collect them. <laughs> <laughs> just the curses. It's just a curse. And um, you see her like move her tongue up to the spot where the tooth is missing. I show her the and little she, bag yeah. and I'm like, my, my tooth is lonely. And she gives you the look, kind of like the way Mickey looks at people. So you can imagine what that look is. <laughs> the try it bitch. Yeah. And um, she just clams up at that point. Aww. Oh. She wants nothing to do You have a tooth. You. Yeah, I have a tooth. Hers. From her mouth. From her mouth. Well, it was from her rectum, but you know, what, what's the difference? <laughs> Could I use it as a component to my spell? If you give it back. Well, I guess I could take another one from her. Here you go. I toss it to you. And I, I look at her. Came from. It looks like there's plenty more. Well, another 25. How many teeth do you have in your mouth? Well, depends on how many she's got left. You know, a tooth from somebody who you want to tell the truth would probably be a decent component. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. I didn't even consider that until... So you're oh, over there rummaging good. and like you look up Wait, and you see me. You're like, tooth? Tooth. <laughs> you got tooth? Because that's, that's what I was asking. Like, may, maybe I didn't see you pick it up. Yeah. yeah. So you have a tooth. I have a tooth. That, that should be enough to compel her to tell the truth. It's very probable. Or at least make it so we can de- detect lies. So what does this ritual look like, sound like? How does it happen? I mean, presumably you're going to have to take her out of the water to do it. Um, no, I'm going to leave her in the water to, but I'll cast it from the shed, from the, uh, from the shack. Okay. But how would the magic work on her in running water? As long as the magic doesn't touch the running water. But she's but she, in the running she's water. She's in the running It would dispel it. Doesn't running water dispel magic? You can't cast. You can, you can have spells on running water. So the spell would still act on her? Yes, but it, it, the, the running water acts as a ground for spell casters, not for magic itself. Okay. So it would still affect her. She just wouldn't be able to counter it. That seems going to affect all of us. Like, if you remember um, in one of the books, the demon cast a spell at Harry, but he couldn't walk into the street where the street was flooding. That a demon couldn't walk into the street, but he was able to cast from the safety into the street, into the running water. Okay. What does the GM say? Um, we're going to see how the roll ends up, is oh. what I'm going to say. Mm. Um, I need absolute solids from each of you, right. and I need I need you to hold yeah. something you believe to be true in your minds. So I'm not I'm not going to say it won't work, but I want to use a reference from within the book on page 108. They have an example of invoking an aspect which says, as a sorcerer tries to zap me with lightning, I invoke cascades of water from nearby sprinklers to ground out his magic. So it just says water nearby grounds out the magic. So maybe, maybe not. But it's on on the sorcerer. It doesn't say it is. It just says water to ground out the magic. It doesn't say to drench him. 
right? But um, it, it'll really depend on the role and how it ends up. We're making our world as we go. Oh, and I suppose that's I four pluses too. Let me see. I also have four. Ridiculous. For what though? Four. Well, I have four total. Four is the number. Okay, I have four pluses plus three, so seven. Okay. So I got success that, with style. That is. But what were you doing? What action were you taking? Oh, uh, focus. Yeah, uh, that's the approach. The action is either create an advantage, attack, defend, or overcome. Um, don't know. Oh, it's overcome. overcome. Uh, ritual magic is overcome. Okay. Then you accomplish your goal and generate a boost. So, go. So there is now the ring of truth around her. Okay. Right. And how are we how are we going to play that? Because right now she's not talking. Yeah. So everything is completely true. Exactly. Yeah. It's a really nice ring. It's like someone hit a tuning fork and there's no interruptions. So we'd have to start questioning her. Tell us about Bruce. She's not talking. She actually, when you mention Bruce, she indicates Cletus. Do you have any medical equipment here? Or with you? Did you carry a bunch of stuff? I mean, I would have a very basic first aid kit with me always, but I mean, it's like acetracin. All right, I'm going to tourniquet her arm right here. And put a Band-Aid on it. I'm going to tourniquet right here. Yeah. Tourniquet, really. Oh, I assumed it was the left hand that got smashed. Was it? Yeah. Let's say it was, just for case. All right, so her right it hand. It doesn't then. really matter. I'm going to tourniquet she... her right hand. Okay. And I'm going to chop off her right hand. I'm gonna... Huh? Okay. So we're removing limbs already. Well, we want her to talk. Right. She's going to die, so. She doesn't lie about the pain. <laughs> Have we checked her? <laughs> <laughs> when she screams in pain, it rings true. The are parts are going to get bigger yeah. unless you start talking. Yeah, she ring. Uh, she um, uh, speaks truth on an F. <laughs> just so you know, that's the key. Key of fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's the key of F U. Actually, have we checked her pockets and to see if she has ID or wallet or? That's anything? a darn good question. <laughs> no, would be the answer. So Wait, we far. cut off her arm before we checked her pockets. <laughs> Apparently, we did. Yeah. We went straight for level Well, no, I said yeah. if she had anything on her, but it was just mostly like the other doll and like the... That's yeah. This might be our first true murder hobo party. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> She's evil. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, I think we had already established everyone lived somewhere. So not hobos yet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> everyone still has a home to go back to. Um, okay, so she loses her hand. Mm -hmm. And it, I would say, let's give it... 37 seconds of screaming before she calms down. Because that shit hurts. <laughs> yeah. Not that I know, mind you, I saw <laughs> both of mine, but in this world, that hurts a lot. Is she talking yet? She's screaming, and then she stops screaming, and there's a lot of sobbing, and her face is drenched with different fluids. She Mainly can't. tears and snot. So what color is her blood this time? It's about the same. Darker than it's human. darker than the normal the normal red that you expect to come out. So wait, if Victor presumably threatens to now cut off her right foot, she's still not going to talk? Uh, he didn't yet. I said the pieces will get bigger. Yeah. Unless you start talking. You should start sharpening your... Uh, are you using a hatchet? I'm using your knife. Oh. Your big knife. Oh, so we're going... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's not nice. The serrated side of yeah, the, it's the worst. knife. This is not... Yeah, it's not quick and easy. It's uh, slow and painful. What's that movie with the rock climber that had to cut his own uh, I can't 47 remember. hours or something? Yeah. 27 hours. Uh, so you going to go rummage through her pockets and whatnot? Yeah, while she's screaming. While there is just minor amounts of blood trickling out of her severed hand and wrist. Shouldn't be any. If I it it. If it was tight, I'll, I'll tighten it down I mean, then if it's not. There's still some in there. Yeah, right. Yeah, out, yeah. right? But it shouldn't be like that. That's why I say it's trickling. Yeah. Right. What type of psychic energy do you feel off of? Potentially, despair. despair, despair. So, are you <laughs> like thinking about feeding while you do this? Uh, we have. Oh, I am injured. Yes, I well, think we I will. Haven't explored that yet. I will. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I have a you stress point. Yeah, stress. so I'll, okay. I'll do that. I'll feed off her. Okay, we'll see where that leads. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, oh yeah, her foot's typically. Um, there's usually an outward change in the vampires when they start feeding. Either the eyes will chrome over. Or something like something like that happened. Even the emotional vampire, mm -hmm. they they change subtly. Yeah, in emotional the book, vampires in the change. In the books, the least. Harry Dresden notices it, but 
in his narrative, he usually says, other people probably wouldn't notice, but I noticed when blah, blah, blah. So maybe mortals don't notice yeah. at all, but people in well, the know would not. In, in a confessional probably. booth, they can't see you, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, right. um, oh, plus if I'm so, just giving a speech and they just think, like, oh, God's in him, yeah, working through it. He caught the gold, Holy Ghost. So what, you want her to talk, but the only question that's been asked so far, she answered just not with words. She pointed at Cletus. Do we have another question for her? Why does she keep looking at Cletus? Is he Bruce? That's a, that would be pretty darn funny, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, you could just tell us who Bruce if, is. If you ask her that, she says no. Because right now, <laughs> nobody knows who's, who Bruce is. Um, do you say that? Yeah. Uh, she she will tell you that um, I also don't know who Bruce is. He knows him more than I do. And why do you say that? Because his kind has been hunting Bruce for years. Ah. Oh, so Bruce is a warlock. <laughs> Spit on the name warlock. He's a sorcerer, you fool. Stupid wizard. Ow, oh, my hand. But you have, or lack thereof. You have some connection to Bruce. Bruce won't stand for this, so why, what are you doing with Bruce? Whatever he tells me to do. So you're Bruce's bitch. Okay. Thank you, Mickey. You're welcome. <laughs> but of course, the answer, is, the answer is yes, she's Bruce's bitch. So is it really your claim you're trying to stake or something for Bruce here in town? Oh, gosh. I don't know how she would go about saying it, but the end result is she's doing it with power on loan from him. But it's hers. Right? She's doing it for herself. But she's been so. But she borrowed money to do it. But instead of money, she borrowed power. All right. So. Okay. So. He's the benefactor. Yeah. However, you'd want to word that. I can't think of how she would say it appropriately, but for story's sake, she has um, power on loan from him. Was the power in the necklace that was destroyed? Um, you destroyed one part of it. Who has the other parts? I believe that... Uh, he has the um, whole thing. I just cut the... Well, okay. Yeah, Kurt still has it. So the reason I ask that is she then indicates... Cause I'm saying she can't point, right? Yeah. She's lost a hand. Um, she she, stump. She, <laughs> she points her dribbling stump at Jamie and says, um, he holds the power now. I have the power <laughs> of Grayskull. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Lightning in the background. Yeah. What exactly did the I rest shake of the her hand, but I'm do? Skeletor. Um, uh, what do the other charms do? She's not going to answer that. I, I, let, let's put it as she kind of looks up a little thinking and then shakes her head. No. I slap her with her own hand. <laughs> <laughs> this just reminds me forever ago um, when we would watch professional wrestling with like chief j strongbow and andre the giant um my grandmother used to say rip off his head and beat him over the his arm and beat him over the head with it so, <laughs> all right so <laughs> fa- now I, I have to ask father victor bartok <laughs> has removed the hand of a woman <laughs> and is slapping and her in the face with it right i wasn't always a priest <laughs> we need to get a gif of this and put it up on the facebook site <laughs> <laughs> um, and she is evil. Um, so I guess what I'm thinking of next is um, your high concept is tribulational saint. <laughs> she's not. She's How not are a you going to make up person. for things? She's not a good person. But you know, two wrongs don't make a right. Right, but she's evil. Right. <laughs> she took homeless people and turned them into the zombies. They were dead already. And, and I'm playing this from the character aspect, of right. course, and I want to. And That's well, why I gave you a little, I, I don't know if you read some of the background yeah. I gave you earlier. I, I looked a little yeah, bit, yeah. So he came from bad things, you know. Yeah. Was, yeah. But he's trying to get better. Right, but. And that's. that's and failing. If it was, <laughs> no, if it was somebody innocent, then he'd be all about the putting thing, his life in the line, you know, for that person. But this person's the, not. What I'm going to look at here is because you're trying to fight back the evil. Right. I'm going to say that um, on the edge. That you are right there. You're right there to the point where your hunger may start to consume you if you don't back off. Gotcha. And uh, you either... Oh, oh, that's the other way around. You either give me a fate point or your hunger may consume you. She is in a lot of despair right now. All right. So I will take your fate point 
and you are able to slap her with her own hand. Mm-hmm. Although it doesn't go beyond everyone else's notice that her hand shakes a little bit while he's holding it. <laughs> he's not completely sure of what he's doing right now <laughs> as the appearance. But you do indeed slap her silly with her own hand. <laughs> Maybe you need to take a break. <laughs> Victor. Um, what was the question? Stone, that's some stone cold <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't even remember what the question was. Um, but anyway, um, she is, is she there, power is there on loan power? She, Is there more power? It, within, within the... Yeah. Well, he said she holds... Uh, she said he holds the power now. Yes. Yes. And then she got slapped... Um, I let, let's put yeah, it. This she way. shook S- her head. Since you were able to do it, yeah. um, <laughs> because I had you give up a fate point for it, she said. She says, um, "I don't know what those were for yet." The other pieces, the other bone pieces, still on the necklace. They're part of the plan, and you'll all die. You'll never get away with this. Yeah, but you'll be dead first. As soon as you broke the laws, the seven laws, you forfeited your life. Is Bruce interested in us, or is he interested in something else, and we just got in the way? <laughs> I wanted to well, say one of these. Okay, so that's the question. Supposedly, the White Council sent us here. You're the middle but of kids. Maybe they didn't. Right. No, they did. That's what you say. Oh, oh she can talk now. She can talk now when yeah. you guys are saying this stuff. No, they didn't. Does that ring true? Oh, yeah, it is. Anybody, the, the thing was, her voice rings true. Yes. No, they didn't. <clears throat> as like far I as said. she is speaking her truth, how about that? That may not be the truth. Maybe the white is. console isn't so white. Uh, it's got to be black. Yeah. So th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're a little dirty. If she is knowingly a telling a falsehood, her voice will be distorted. Her right. voice is clear. Okay. Put it that way. So, yeah, no, they didn't. He's rogue. A rogue wizard. Yeah. With the full power of the White Council behind me. <laughs> Evil cackle, right? Evil cackle. Yeah. That rings yeah. true. Yes, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's, she's there. She's all there. And um, she's starting to go pale looking at her hand, and it looks like she's probably close to passing out from pain, and she's just putting up a bold front. What else? What else you got? I'm honestly trying to It might have most of what we're going to get from her. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, yeah. Do you have whereabouts of, how do you contact Bruce, or do you you meet him in person at all? Do you have any whereabouts where he might be? No. How's communication between you and Bruce? He calls my pager. Does she have a yeah, pager? Yes, she has an old pager. <laughs> and yes, yeah, she does have a pager on. What's yes. the number that you call him back on? Uh, I guess she'll do this little thing of, like, point her stump and her head towards her belt. Okay. She doesn't have it memorized. All right. Go look at the pager. Okay. And that's my way of saying, I don't have a number for you right now, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but she, yeah. But it's on the pager. It's always it's the history. same. Oh, it's definitely A675309. <laughs> yes. Mm. You have to call Jenny. She's Bruce's secretary. Jenny, I got <laughs> Bruce, don't um, call me Fitz. <laughs> His middle name is Don't Call Me Fitz. That's my middle name, too. Really? It's crazy. Um, so now you have a number. What else? What else do you want from uh, um, Champagne Horace of the One Hand? When's the next time you're supposed to be in contact with him? Oh, that's a good question. Um... Let me see. Uh, she says, in a very distorted voice, I'm not supposed to hear from him again. Distorted meaning untrue? Yeah. Yeah. Lying No, she doesn't hear her own voice distorted. She doesn't, yeah. she doesn't know you're up to something. It's a, the, the, I'm treating this as a ritual. You guys, yeah. to, to determine her telling the truth or not. So, you're not going to point your Liza Minnelli? Liza Minnelli lies. What, what semblance of a plan do you have with Bruce? <laughs> and in a voice that gets even more distorted, almost inaudible, she says, there is no plan. Oh, yeah. Totally you said that's not part of the plan earlier. You said it. <laughs> so what? 
<laughs> I feel like her 12-year-old daughter's picking on her. But you said earlier, um, it's none of your business. And that comes out true. Right, right, of course. That comes out completely true, right? Ring is very well, true. Even if we can get her on a false right, we Victor, could I think assume. we need to cut off the other arm because this bitch is not cooperating. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, and she's cooperating as much as, well, you know, somebody who's probably going to die anyway might. That's true. It's, that's why I'm trying to play it. Should we contact? I'm not trying to be un- obstinate. I'm trying to play it as somebody who probably has a chance at life, especially since she thinks she still has some power. Do you want to try contacting this Bruce person via the pager? And she says in a distorted voice, he won't answer. Yeah, he will. How do you normally, how do you contact him? What device do you use? Um, it's a regular phone, I guess. Yeah, but does she use a cell phone? Does she use a landline someplace? She use a pay phone? It's always the same pay phone. Uh, no, nah, it's any phone. Any okay. phone. Okay. Anything that dials. So he's not, expecting, uh, he's not expecting a specific number? No. Is there a code no. that you would use in order to verify your identity? Oh, that's a good point. That's kind of funny, actually. Um, uh... She says in a half-distorted voice, which starts with, um, tell him that Bill, and then clearly Smith, called. So the Bill part's a lie, and the Smith part is true, if, if it wasn't clear enough. It is now. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, we've got half a name. We're not going to have cell coverage here. We might have to. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Nice we might have to <laughs> hike a, a little bit. There's a telegraph in the building, right? That <laughs> probably fits the time period that we're thinking of. <laughs> <Pony> express action. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm going to go listen to I communicate with them in Morse code. <laughs> sure you do. Come here. Let me knock you around a bit. <laughs> you going to give her a dot, dot, dash in her face? <laughs> just yeah. SOS all over your face. I'm just going to SOS all over your face. What about if we threaten to call Bruce and tell him about her failure? He's not going to care. But she might be worried. That Actually, he, let's put it this way. Wor- As Victor says she's not going to care, she says it at exactly the same time. It's like stereo and they both ring true. I don't care. He's not going to care. Yeah, he's, she's small potatoes to Bruce. Yeah, she is. He's just, just going to write her off. He's already written her She's off. She's a little piddly little warlock. Maybe we should cut her other hand Has off. No let power her go. Of her own. Own. And and in hearing Cletus with his chiding, she does snarl, and it is ringing true that she is genuinely upset. You have no power of your own. You required a booster seat from your master. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I think that's worse there. than losing the hand. <laughs> Um, And she says very clearly, put away your puppies and move me out of this water and we'll see, wizard. Oh, I think she's calling you out. I think she wants to show the title. (laughs) She does. (laughs) She wants to be able to throw her death curse. Yeah. Something that you all need to know. When a wizard dies, they will use their last action to gain vengeance on whoever it is that killed them. Uh, well, I think it's going to be Victor that does her in here, so I'm not too worried about yeah. that. As long as she's in the water, she can't hurt you. Says, so you coward. You talk big, but you're just a little wizard. You're very right. And unfortunately, you're the one that's bound up, missing a hand, has a smashed hand, missing a tooth. <laughs> You're an ugly bitch today. You just fall apart. (laughs) And and every bit of little effort she gives makes her a little more pale, like she's getting weaker and weaker. It's just at the edge of consciousness. She's not about to die. You guys haven't led her to die, but... She, she, I mean, the turn gets good for six hours. Yeah, she lost a hand. And essentially what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to make her angry enough to forget... Or, or lose her focus. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to go for a soul gaze. I'm trying uh-huh. to determine what her true intentions are. Plus, with the pain, yeah, she weakened up. Well, to I mean, slip up. But yeah. with a soul gaze, you don't necessarily get her true intention. You just get her her true being. True, right? 
Okay. And I want to know if she has anything redeemable in her. So let's give that a shot. Um, let's see if you can convince her to do that. So let's go with um, an overcome, I guess, an overcome action. Okay. And you're using, what would you call that? I'm using focus. I'm, okay. I, I am letting her um, insults fade right off me, okay. and I'm just being, I found her weakness. I found, I found the trigger that, okay. and I'm just needling in pride on it. hubris. She's working. Okay. okay. Um, she's going to use focus as well, and I end up with a? I end up with a three. I have a two. Good enough. Good enough for funk. Um, therefore, uh, and so when you're you, able to trick her into it, yep. at some point you've got her to where she's so upset at you that she just glares at you straight into your eyes. And what does she learn from you? Uh, so as far as the rules are concerned, uh, she learns, well, uh, whoever wins re- learns something true. Only on a tie do they both learn yeah. something. Oh, Unless I wish okay. to give her something. Um, like for example, with Kurt, I won, but I gave him something. Yeah. Well, let's do it this way. If you're up for it, I will give you a fate point that you can keep from the next refresh. Okay. If you share something with her, sure. Just so you know, I'm going to use it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it may not be her that uses it, but it will come up. So with that, you know what? You guys are using all these colors. Mine will be black. Black. Give give JJ a black chip, please. And that will be one that you keep until it's used. When we refresh and you go back to one, you will have one plus my GM chip. Oh, it's like a super special fate point. Exactly. What's that? Uh, Those are the other two I already have. I thought you only had one. I did, but you gave me one. Oh, earlier, yes. So you wouldn't cast Uh, the circle. Okay, yeah. But I will hoard all of them. Well, that's fine. But when we refresh, <laughs> yeah, probably at the end of this hour, yeah. um, you'll go down to the one plus the yeah. super special awesome one. That's so, yeah, what, special. what does she learn about you? That's a very good question. Um, let me, can, I get, can I send you a Hangouts message? Or a, uh, you can, okay. yes. Um, and what you learn from her, if you are going to uh, share it with everybody, I'll just say it. Yep. Okay. Um, you see inside of uh, Champagne Horus that she is a pawn in a much larger game. So, like, I see some kind of, like, chessboard. Wait, wait, that's what I was just going to get to. You see yourself as, herself, her, as a pawn on the side of the dark. Okay, okay. so there's a regular chessboard, black and white pieces. Yep. She is a pawn on the side of the dark. And then as you look around the chess chessboard... You see a Cheshire cat on the white side. You see um, one of the knights is uh, Mora. One of the rooks is Jamie, and somewhere in the middle of the board is kind of a grayish tinted bishop that looks a lot like Victor. And on the on the <coughs> black side. The king and queen are both faces that somehow ring a bell, but you can't quite make out who they are. Okay. And you're sure there's somebody you've met in the past. Fair enough. Yeah. And I'll say, thank you. And at that point, at the end of that soul gaze, she passes out. Okay. Aw. Yes. Night, night. She's taking a nappy nap. She's taking a nappy nap. Sleepy, sleep. Sleepy sleep. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say it again, Kurt. Let's just keep saying sleepy, sleepy sleep, sleep for a while. Sleepy sleep. Um, all right. So you, right now, you have an unconscious voodoo priestess practitioner in a stream. Um, you're near. A, you're at a pump house, uh, half an hour away from a road. You had to hike there, right? I think yep. was, right. And you have a little bit of new information. Well, what's the next step for our intrepid quadro? So. Um, given that I told the White Council where I was going uh, yeah. with the Warlock, uh, how soon should I expect them to meet me? Um, it's kind of iffy. They, I mean, somebody's probably going to show up eventually, but it might be 
well past dark. But let's say it's three or four in the afternoon. It might be well past dark, and there's not a whole lot of light out here in this area. Um, but they're probably showing up at the supermarket, at that building, yeah. trying to, to get some cleanup done. Uh, but in the meantime, you guys will definitely have some time to ponder what you've done. I guess that's what I'm looking for. Let's do some yeah. pondering in conversation um, before others show up, before outsiders show up. You have a unconscious um, voodoo priestess, and you can walk plenty far away from her. I'm not sure we want to be here when the White Council shows up. So. Agreed. Since I don't really trust what's going on, since who knows who sent us on this little, whatever you want to call it. Adventure? Incident, for sure. Yeah. One might even say distraction. Mm. Ever know. Dun, dun, dun! So maybe we need to check in with our resources to find out if anyone knows of this Bruce person or has seen other people making a move in town. Especially if there's a new power player. I can reach out to some of my contacts to see if anyone's seen any increase in activity in the area. Your monster network. My monster monster hunter network. My contact's way out of town. Well, but maybe he knows of something someplace else. Now, (laughs) excuse me, as the Catholic priest, are you able to just talk to other Catholic priests? I can. Yeah, I can. Do any of them know? Uh, do any of the local ones know about the supernatural? I guess I would have to subtly yeah. try to figure that out. You know? Yeah. you know, what would Jamie do? Well, I was just thinking. I don't know that I have contacts who would know about this kind of thing. I mean, I'm kind of keyed into really the natural world. Yeah, you know, I've got my contact yeah. up in Asheville, who's the fly fisher. Champagne Horace said she was born and raised here, though. As was Jamie. I well, believe. she was. So I could, right. I could ask around just generally about yeah. who she is and find out her background. Do you have any business okay. contacts though? You might. I don't know if you learn anything. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've got plenty. I mean, I know the mayor. I know businessmen. Mm. I mean, I, I know regular people. I don't think I have because even in the supernatural world, you know, they're still making moves that are going to affect things like that. You know? I could always call Allison as well. My uh, my data entry girl at, at, oh, yeah, at, work, at the police department. At the police yeah. department. Yep. Amy, the cool. And entry. find out if she was a warlock, then most likely she was also a troublemaker in school. That's a so good you're going to pull her juvie records? So I'm going to see if I can pull her juvie records. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, yeah. If nothing else, there's probably some record of things happening around her, even yeah. if she wasn't the cause. Some bit. Okay. And that... Um, uh, let's take another minute. That's kind of going to wrap up the first session, or uh, let's call it the first adventure. This is linking us to the next things we end up doing. Um, as I had said early on when we were starting this, when I was trying to place a clear bad person that we could bring the four characters together for um, in order to overcome this one thing and start leading into our world. Uh, based on what we learned a bit about how the character creation worked, how we did stuff, and... The, the rules that we did in the last few sessions, what do we think so far? What do we think of the game and how we're playing it? I think once we get the the hang of the quirks, like, um, I'm still not entirely sure I have a handle on the ritual magic. Mm. Um, but I, it's, it's definitely a cross between Dungeon World and mm. your traditional D20 game. Okay. I think. Yeah, it's a little tricky, like even just the investigation. If it were D and D, I would say, Oh well I have knowledge local or knowledge yeah. history or knowledge arcana and I would roll go talk to someone and roll. On this one I don't have that sense for well I can go talk to the mayor, but like does the mayor know anything about anything? Or you know, <laughs> we don't yeah. know. so it feels a little more open that way. Um yeah, now, this is, uh, using that example, that's a good place to think of something like a new aspect for your character. Right. You have local contacts. What, what would that mean? What would that aspect be that you're in with local politicians or right. something, right? right. And, and in which case, then you invoke that aspect in order to get something that you might not get, that other characters might not get. Right. Like, one of my yeah. aspects is I, I can dress up well, but I don't like to. Yeah. Which I envision that as, you know, I want to be in camouflage out in the woods, but... I can put on my tux and you go to a party. Or you can throw, throw your camouflage on in the uh, socialite right, scene exactly. as well. His, so. his pink camo tux. 
<laughs> bow tie. Uh, pink, urban camo. Pink camo bow tie. How's yep, it going but, for you uh, so far, Mickey? You were... Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, I don't have a... I mean, I'm enjoying the story and the characters, but I don't have a great sense for what I can and can't do in the rules yet. Okay. Which I think, because I've read a lot about fate, the idea is basically, if, if we agree that what I'm trying to do works in the story, then I get to roll for it and maybe yep. it happens, which I think, at the end of the day, is pretty simple, but I'm just not totally used to it yet. Mm. Yeah, it's a matter of getting used to it, like right. talking through it on the table versus right. yeah. sticking to your little actions on your cards. So it's going to definitely stretch at least my um, kind of more creative muscles. Because if you can bullshit, as to quote James earlier, if you can bullshit your way through it, yeah, it could happen. Right. Yeah, and right, I like think that that's a big thing in a lot of these games. Come up with it the, with the thing that you want to do until the rules stop you. Don't use the rules to come up with what you want. Come yeah. up with what you want and push it right up until you butt up against a rule. And chances are the, the rule you're going to butt up against is just that you need to roll to make it succeed. Even then, it's not a no. It's that maybe and see if the rule fits it. Well, I think the idea with the fate points is if you're stretching it, use a fate point, convince everyone that it's like slightly plausible, and yeah. then you can try or you can increase your chances. How's it going for you, Chris? Good, but I, let's, I think you mentioned it where, yeah, I think I'm worried about the mechanics, but I don't necessarily need to do the mechanics, you know. It's like you said, just yeah. you can try to pull something off and we'll find I, a mechanic that works with it. I think what we need to know is where to start, right? right th- as far as the mechanic piece goes, because I'll be pulling uh, hopefully more around um, aspects and troubles and what have you as we go, right? Uh, because those things are very important, not just to the fate system, but to the Dresden verse. I mean, yep. Harry Dresden gets in trouble because of who he is, yep. and he gets out of trouble because, because of who he is, not because he rolled high enough per se. Right. He he gets into the situation or out of the situation based on something within the character, and when you imagine the role based stuff, it's all around. Uh, he must have rolled just enough because he made it but had to pay a cost. Yeah. Yep. Or he got out of it scot-free, so he must have made it with style, so to speak. Yeah. Um, right. I think that's good. this is going to hinge on us utilizing our aspects. And I think, Joe, you did a better job this last episode You know, when you invoked his hunger yeah. aspect. Or um, with me, the people I know don't know me. Yeah. You know, you made it so he didn't trust me. But so... Adding the, using aspects to introduce drama yeah. in order for the characters to overcome that aren't part of the story. And I wanted to not overcomplicate the first, set, the first adventure, so to yeah. speak. So we, I tried not to do too much of that because at the same time, I want you guys to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, right. Because the supermarket is dim, I'm able to sneak up behind her. Like That kind of thing didn't happen, but invoking that would have been an additional plus whatever to a roll or a re-roll, whatever. Yeah. So what happens if we yeah. invoke something that isn't true? Like you make it true first. That's where you do the creating an advantage. You come okay. up with the aspect. You're discovering and then it's up to you something. to agree or disagree. Yeah, Got exactly. It. Yep. Let the bullshit roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be a good show title. The bullshit um, must flow. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll wrap this one up, and we'll get ready for our next session on Adventures from the Shed, where we will, we will continue our Dresden Files Accelerated game with our favorite characters for this system because they're the only ones we've played so far. And isn't our next episode going to be our anniversary episode one of the next episodes our listeners here will be our third anniversary episode so stay tuned for that lots that's crazy that's longer i did it everyone except for my wife (laughs) so does that mean that we're close to getting engaged you know i actually feel like i know more dirty things about you than i do my wife (laughs) (laughs) the whole world (laughs) (laughs) in the meantime we'll go ahead and say bye everyone bye everybody dirty dirty girl The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.